0: But I got, like, the Brooklyn Dodgers, the barbershops, the Paisley Dunks, the Safaris, and Fruity Pebbles. Did what I had to do just to feed me, and what was left over I put towards my dreaming. But the only thing in life that has meaning are the things you gotta work for, believe me. How do you execute your business ideas slash plans? <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I am a Fucking scatterbrain. So I'm all over the place. Um, I'm not a note taker. I never have been in school. I didn't open books. I just, I don't know. I have a decent memory uh, when it comes to things like that. My memory actually is pretty horrible. Like, I don't remember events and stuff, but I can remember things I need to do or, like, how to do things. So um, if there's a new task, that needs to be accomplished in the business new product I want to get done or whatever needs to be done I normally just I I don't have a life outside of business essentially right so um, I can I just grab my laptop and I just I just take massive action really quick that's kind of how I have to execute I just if there's something that needs to be done, I just try to get it done to the best of my ability that I can right then in that moment. Because if I don't get it done, chances are it'll get put off or forgotten about or just nothing will happen. What is unique about your business? Unique about my business. Um me. Me. Um I think that there's nothing not a whole lot unique about most businesses. Most people in business, it's kind of the same, like this the actions that create Money are the same. Like sales actions, generally are the same. Um, the products can vary from you know business to business, um, but ultimately, like the product that we sell is not much different than the product that our competitor sells. Some of our competitors sell like the exact same product, except the only the only thing different is that we run the ads instead of them running the ads, right? So it's our it's our skill sets, it's our knowledge, it's our experience that really set our business apart like that's the people make it unique the product's the same how it's ran is the same you know the ideas are kind of the same the one thing that i think is different with us in our organization versus some of the other organizations is we are very creative like um and i i used to i used to run business people used to work for me like that was my my mantra, I guess. That's the way I like. I don't know. People worked for me instead of with me. Um, I coming from the Marine Corps. I'm very stern with people. Maybe I don't have the best way of communicating sometimes. Um, in in previous In previous businesses, um, I was kind of a monster at times, um, and I have learned to kind of change that up a little bit. And so now in our organization, and it's very different than other people's. Is we a lot of people are like client first, client first, client first, client first, and they sometimes abuse their salespeople, you know? Or sometimes they will, um, they just they don't do what's in the best interest of their salesperson, right? And you gotta take care of your client, but at the end of the day, if it hurts the salesperson or if it puts them in a bad, makes them look bad or whatever, right, it doesn't help the organization as a whole, so now in business, my clients are my salespeople. Like that's who I serve. So in my business, that's something that's kind of unique about us is that I have built my business. I'm not so much client facing. I serve all of my all of my agents, all of the the salespeople, and they serve their clients, right? So if we have a conversation and it doesn't make sense for them to do something, I'm not going to say, well, no, you need to do that to serve your client because it cost us money, right? If it's in the best interest of, of my salespeople, we're going to do that. So um, even if it costs us the client, it just it is what it is, right? Because at the end of the day, you got to take care of your people. And I think that's kind of what's different about our organization than others, right? So like me. Three best words that describe you. Three words to describe me. Hmm. Three words to describe myself. Um, man. How I look at myself, right? So it's not necessarily like how other people would describe me. It's like how I describe me. Hmm. How would you? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, how would you want people to talk about you? How do you perceive? Well, how do I perceive, I perceive myself? Yeah. So um. Man. I think there's definitely different sides of everyone. Um, but as from an introspective. Point. i would say creative intelligent giving yeah creative intelligent and giving yeah that's the that's how i would like to be perceived
1: and that's how, how i perceive it? myself
0: how would you recommend young entrepreneurs who don't really know what they're doing or maybe have a plan but don't know how to execute it and I, and I basically think that that's two different things, but ultimately the 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 advice should be the same right So the advice ultimately is going to be um, find someone else that's already doing what you want to do and then go to work for them, try to shadow them, just spend time with them however however you can however you can try to absorb their knowledge that's what you need to do and that's what you guys are doing right so <laughs> you've agreed to work for you know less money to be able to gain more knowledge, right? And the cool thing about that is is some most of the time, and I and I would say this to any anybody, is if you can go to work, a lot of people, Kevin O'Leary, a lot of these other people say go go work for free, right? Essentially work for free. And that's what you're doing. I mean even if you're paying me a little bit of money, it's working for free because it costs you to get here, I am taking care of parking and stuff like that. But like there's some expenses involved with going to work. You're you're losing money because you're not doing something else, right? So essentially you're working for free, right? So go work for free. But a lot of times what will happen is you'll work for free and then you'll find a spot in that organization and you'll be, because you were willing to do the dirty work in the beginning, you'll be able to kind of skip a few of the lines, basically like skip from skip from being the bottom, at like because you were at the bottom but you were willing to do everything and you were basically doing it for pennies. Um, then, when it comes time to promote, a lot of times you'll be able to pass people by because they've seen your work ethic. Um, you've had a chance to like show that you that you're that you want to learn. Well, how do you come up with new ideas for your business? Oh man, uh, that's a hard one. I don't really know how to answer that. Like, not in a well thought out way. So. Um, I try to absorb as much knowledge and information from as many different places as I possibly can. I'm a, I'm a consistent learner. So I would say the one thing that you can do in life that will lead to success is to be constantly learning. Right? Anything you want to learn, you can go on the internet and you can learn, right? So I just constantly find new things I want to learn about and then... Normally I try to, and I'm an entrepreneur, right? So if I'm learning about something, I'm like, well, how can I monetize this? How do I make, how can I make money with this? What are some important things to always remember when trying to sell someone? Um, man, so tips to, tips to help sell someone, right? So um, mirroring, mirroring is, is big. So you want to try to, in the first few seconds, you want to try to build rapport. Um, it's about three seconds. There, there's a statistic. Um, about how if you, um, whatever your first impression is of someone, it takes like seven or eight other meetings to change it, right? So if you're, if you had a good first impression of someone, you, it would, and you had seven bad interactions, it would take like that eighth Bad interaction before you're like, you know, maybe this guy's not that <laughs> great of a guy, right? Like, he just had a smile on his face and he was happy to see me, you know. Um, it's the same thing with a bad first impression, right? So, to, if you set a bad first impression, then it takes seven or eight good interactions to be able to overcome that, right? So, in sales, you always want to set a good first impression, right? And I come from the background of military, so your appearance is important. Um, you want to be Presentable. I'm not gonna say like in today's society, it's changed a lot as far as like what is acceptable. Especially like there's generational gaps too, so it depends on who you're who you're selling, who you're doing business with. Um, I would say, I would say if you can kind of be neutral in appearance, if that makes sense. You know, you don't want to have eccentric eccentricities um, if you want to be able to sell to everybody, right? But if you're selling a product where you can have a good niche market, then you just want to try to uh, try to look like that market, right? Like look like the person you're selling to. Alrighty. What sparked your interest in marketing? Oh man, so I was, since I was a kid, I have been interested in marketing. Like what, like ads, you know, what makes people buy things. Um, I was like probably 12, um, maybe, maybe 10, 11, somewhere in there, Super Bowl. The, I watched the first like it was the first time I'd actually watched the Super Bowl and paid, and paid attention to it, and um, I just remember, or at least in my memory, that's the first time that I watched and paid attention to it. And I think it was the uh, it was the Broncos and somebody. So whenever that was back in you know 1990, whatever, <laughs> early 90s. What is your proudest accomplishment? accomplishment? Okay. Cool. This is one of Caleb's questions. Okay. Um, proudest accomplishment, so again, that's a tough one, right? So, um, the day I became a United States Marine, um, brought tears to my eyes, tears of joy, so that's pride, you know? Uh, the day my daughter was born, brought tears to my eyes, again, joy, pride. Um, in most recent, so my my greatest, like, entrepreneurial accomplishment Was um, I I created a company from start to scratch in a week that ended up getting a really big contract that ended up doing 1.3 million dollars in revenue, actually 1. almost 1.7 million dollars in revenue in six months, Um, and I cashed out (laughs) like like a boss, right? Like that's it. Just get your money and get out. Uh, It was a one time deal, Um, and that was. Pretty significant. That was a that was a very awesome accomplishment. But that accomplishment, that entrepreneurial accomplishment, did didn't do anything for me the way that the birth of my daughter, or becoming a marine, my birth essentially. That's what you know they call it. The birth of a Marine is when they get their eagle-boven anchor. So, um, and the cool thing is I graduated Marine Corps boot camp on my 19th birthday. So it was literally my birthday like birthday. <laughs> it was cool. This is a little bit off-topic and uh, off-business. Uh, what sparked first. your interest in shoes? How did you get into shoes? Is that recording? All right, cool. So this, if we're talking shoes, we're going to be running and gunning. All right, so... So my interest in shoes actually... All right, so sit right there. Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> so I recently got rid of most of these, but Kolhans, uh, right? So I'd always been into Kohans car business or whatever, right? I had like four or five pairs of Cole Haans. Um, But I went, there was a Kohan outlet when I lived in Hillpen, and they had these Kolhans sneakers. Right? Red's my color. And they just had these, and I bought them. And then I ended up buying like, Forty-something pairs of Cole Hans. and I had all the Cole Hans I could get, basically. And my business partner Rich said, uh, "Why don't you get into like, why don't you buy something other than Cole Hans? And I'm like, "Well, I really like Nike." And he's like, "Well, there's other shoes other than Nike." And so I got in a raffle, and it was the first time I'd ever heard about these raffles. And I got these shoes. I actually like hit for them, and they're like a Tokyo exclusive. Um, obviously, an Adidas. I guess technically it looks like a forum I don't know maybe not a forum I don't know what they are but uh they're like really dope like I don't know if you see in there and they're completely different shoes and they're funky and they're cool color and I was like you know what that's kind of dope and I had like I had to wait for a while for them to show up and then uh and then I got the sneakers app and then I hit for I hit for these they're like the king and queen the spades is what they were called And it's like a really cool leather, so hit for those. I just kept hitting for them, and then now I have all of these. But I've never, I've never sold a pair of shoes to anyone. I've given away a ton of pairs of shoes. So that's why I said you're nine and a half, you're 100 percent going to get a pair of shoes. Um, But yeah, and like I get gifted some too. So like, uh, Rich hit for hit for the patent breads, so I got those from him. Um, I actually hit for the Amouage, these guys, which is pretty dope. Um, haven't laced them up yet because I live in fucking Florida and it's hot as shit. All of the freaking Jurassic Park and uh, shit like this. These funky guys, Kerwin Frost's, um, the Chewbaccas. I call them the Chewbaccas. These are actually some of my favorite shoes to wear. Like when it's cold outside, like I will rock the shit out of those. Um, and then I got into dunks and now pretty much if there's a dunk that comes out that I like, or I don't have something that's already similar. I always shoot for it. I actually just hit for, I hit for a dunk that came out a couple days ago. Oh, the new Atlantis, the ATLs. Um, so I just hit for those, but I got like the Brooklyn Dodgers, the barbershops, the Paisley Dunks, the Safaris, the Fruity Pebbles, uh, the sale, camo sales, University Reds, I forget what those are called. Um, but yeah, dunks, those are like my go-to. That's what I wear like almost every single day. The Air Force One. Familia Sombras as well. Never worn them. Um, I really got into Air Force Ones for a while and so I ended up buying like a bunch I have customs. Let's see, like these are custom, no, these, no, no, that. that's it. where are my customs? These were customs, so I, I designed those, they're just the all red with the whites, these are pretty cool, this is a, this will like fade, and as it like wears off, it'll be that red color, and then it was like a foot, something, future movement, and then if you see right there, it says icon, so pretty cool, uh, air forces, but they're just so like chunky. They're just so chunky and so heavy. So I don't know, I don't wear them as much as I used to. These are pretty dope. These are uh, these are the duck boot, duck boot, I think that was what they're called. And um, yeah, they're waterproof. So they're water resistant. So I'll wear those when it's raining. But yeah, like I, I freaking love shoes. I don't wanna sit here and go through my whole collection. We'll do that another time. But what got me into it initially was like just, I started making some money. I needed some like more comfortable shoes. I was going to the office every day. I was used to wearing flip-flops. And I went to the Kohan outlet. I think about six pairs the first day I went. And then I ended up buying like 40 pairs of Kohans, ultimately. And then uh, my buddy's like, why don't you try to win some cool shoes? Hey, what's up, guys? You know what to do. Go ahead and hit that like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about me. What you, if you think I'm a fucking idiot, a loser, or whatever. I don't give a shit. Just go ahead and write in the comments, and we can have a conversation about it. Have a good day. I think that's cool. It works for me.